A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Run the track, DJ. Let's do this. Hey. Wait, what? Check. How come I'm not It's a little late for a anything? check, homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're live. Hold on a second. No, we're not holding on. We're live. Hello, everybody. This is the DNA Airwaves. I'm Anthony. That's what you're doing me. This is okay. Matt during his sound check. And here's Daruki, ready as can be. What's going on, fellas? Yep. Oh, you know. Oh, your mic What's sounds that? a little whack. Maybe keep sound checking. Yeah. What? Yeah, maybe just do keep mean? doing that. Oh. Check, it went check, in check, check. No, hey, man. Oh. Your voice is soft. There's no there's no low end on it. There's no low end on my voice? Mm. Yeah. Try. Huh. Well, either way, you're not hearing Yeah, it's the, so mid-rangey and tinny. Stop. Mid-rangey and tinny. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. Oh, okay. Um, so, man. I was like, like, an audio file. You're like, what am I going to do? No, you're good. How are you guys doing, though? been better wow that was i'm like, okay nobody I'm had anything to say saturday morning matt's not seeming like himself what's happening man well um <laughs> well a <laughs> couple of days ago i go down to my car okay and i see that the passenger window has been smashed Ooh. and all of my stuff was just on a puddle on the ground oh yeah. And I was That's like, worse. what is I going on? the anger, not even the respect. How <sighs> drunk was I last night? <laughs> really? <laughs> no. But oh, then, fellas, it gets crazier because, mm. because I uh, look over at the car right next to my car, parked yeah. in the parking lot, and it is filled with my stuff. What? Wow. What? The car beside you? Wow. The car right beside mine is filled with my stuff. And I'm like, what is this? So uh, I call the police, and hmm. they show up pretty quickly. Nice guy. Yeah, um, makes sense. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, okay, yeah. that's for another podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so um, uh, he shows up, and okay. he uh, scans the plates, and he's like, that's a stolen vehicle. The one beside your car? <clears throat> yep. The one right beside my car is a stolen vehicle. This so I go, nice. sick, can I have my stuff? And he goes, no, this is a crime scene. Oh, man. But it's mine. <laughs> uh, but it's my stuff. Um, dang. But it kind of makes sense because there have been a lot of car jacking, car jackings. Oh, well, car jackings and breaking into cars. Yeah. yeah, I think the break-ins are more common because they're just looking for crap. Whereas like car yeah. thieves are... A little bit more sensical with why they're stealing a car. Are they really? How are do they you really steal though? A car? Oh, he said Most thieves. I thought you meant like on, yeah, the, the breakings are the foolish. Yeah, 
But the break-ins just, are the fools. Well, this break-ins are clear, clearly a fool. So he broke in, didn't like what he saw, didn't leave it, moved it to another vehicle that was stolen, and drops them on the ground. And left the vehicle. And left the vehicle. Probably uh, mission accomplished. Probably got spooked by someone. Right. While he was moving the stuff Excuse into me. the stolen vehicle. Oh, maybe he was planning on stealing your stuff with the stolen ride. Yeah, he was yeah, probably yeah, going to drive sure. away. I hope he's a listener. That'd be really interesting. Stupid idiot. That would be uh, hilarious. Cool. I'm going to spend the next five minutes just calling you names. I ran out. For those of you who don't know what my car looks like, it does not look like... Oh, I thought name. you were about to it's describe it. A... <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never do that to myself. But it's not like the most appealing... No. Hmm. And that's part of why I'm keeping it. Right. Because it... One of my points of pride was nobody would ever want to break into this ugly car. Hmm. It's a mess. It's my mess. And as long as it's riding... You know who, who uh, inspired me to keep it? Martin Lawrence. Explain. Okay. Yeah, please. Because he had a stand-up where he's like, ride this motherfucker till the wheels fall off. That's always been my thing with cars. I know he was talking right. about life. Yeah, I know yeah. he was talking about life. Okay. But fair. I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Fair enough. Keep your stuff until it's broken. I did that you with know? the Honda. Literally, my friend Frank can back me up. We drove this car until the rotor, the rotor is so rusted, it snapped in half and broke. <laughs> the rotor from what? Like the brakes? Yeah. And we'd never, I'd Ooh. never seen that before. And we were like, I had to still drive it home from work because it Ooh. fell off in the work parking lot. So Ooh. if it wasn't for these guys seeing it, no one would believe the story. But Frank and me were looking at half a rotor like, how is this possible? And then I had wow. to drive it with no back brakes all the way home. Luckily, I didn't live that far, but it was a terrifying drive because there was a red light and trying to stop with no back brakes <laughs> was impossible. Honda's last, eh? Uh, oh, longer than the the uh, um the third party products i had um Agreed. for a yeah, gig yeah. when i uh did um stand like up. drum circle stuff oh yep. yeah when i did stand up that didn't go very well <laughs> people brought tomatoes and threw them on at me i didn't even know that people did that oh, um man. but the um the owner of the drum business he was like take my old car because i didn't have a car at the time mm. this was years and years ago it was an old 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 honda accord and he's like, it's fine, except that it doesn't reverse. So <laughs> don't get into a situation where you we need to, to reverse. reverse. Oh, man. Simple. Um, <laughs> simple. So we did have to reverse a couple of times because it was pretty, we were going to Ottawa, I think. So we yeah. had to like stop the car. Me and the other drummer would come out, shout out to Taylor, and we would push the car back in the middle of the road and then get back in and drive away. That was wow, fun. like Flintstones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a there actually was a bit of a hole under the thing so you could like get a toe out. Wow. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, what, did, what was what was taken from your car? Anything valuable? Most of my drum stuff. No. So, I've been rehearsing more lately. Oh. So I have shoot. my double bass pedals in there. Those are pretty pricey. Because this person looked in and he was like, oh, this guy's a nerd. He doesn't have anything of value. So he just started grabbing the heavy things, I think. I'm assuming it's a guy, and I think that's fair. <laughs> ladies are nice. In this day and age, you're probably still <laughs> yeah. judged. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, they took cymbals. They took my stick oh, bag. All that. They took these headphones. Wait. Like and then put them in the other car? Yeah, they let me keep the headphones. Oh, they, didn't like, um, they didn't like the red. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 
Well, the headphones, like yeah. The red. Yeah. Jackie. <laughs> and the rest was just like, my jacket was just on the ground and like trampled over and there was glass everywhere. And then uh, they they dusted for prints. But what's interesting is that it was the same police officer. I thought like CSI shows up or something, you know? Because mm-hmm. I've seen that before where a different unit showed up to dust Depends for on the type of crime. I don't think they take theft seriously because most of them can't get solved anyway. Mm, so I don't think true. they want to pump in the resources to a crime that they're not going to be able to solve. I, I feel like my resources got pumped, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful one. Man. You, that sucks. It's happened to me a couple times in my own driveway where they just smash and dash and it's one of the most frustrating feelings in the world because they just like the one guy he left his vape remember when they used to have those big giant metal rods as vapes mm-hmm. he uh he left his he left his in the car and like only took money and i was like your vape pen is worth more than the change you took out of the center console so wow enjoy it stupid yeah and wow. now it, it'd be funny if you pulled out a vape pen right now and just yeah <laughs> start just vaping <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was mad. I missed, I missed uh, a previous engagement, and um, then I had to again because it's a crappy car. I I had uh, limited liability insurance. Oh, where did Dariki go? Mm. Uh oh, I might have broke his heart. It's a tough one to take, man. He's thinking back to the multiple break-ins in his own driveway. It hurts. They got me once too. But yeah, so yeah, driveway li- must be even crappier. Yeah, but so you had just liability insurance, eh? Yeah, so then I wasn't covered, so I had to pay for the window oh, myself. No. And when I really? went to yeah, and when I went to Speedy Glass, and I was like, "Hey, has this been happening more often?" Yes, the guy went like this, and and I and I quote, he goes, "Oh yeah," mm. he's like, yeah, "Are they're up?" Yeah, our main business used to be uh, chipped windshields, and now it's smashed windows since this year. And you know the most stolen, and uh, I don't know if they're the most broken into, but the most stolen is Honda. Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Civic. or maybe Accord. Or maybe Civic. You might want to forget which one, but it's definitely Honda. I believe it's That's Civic. crazy. Yeah, because they're common, and they're for the same reason that, um, what shall we call them? Fast and the Furious boys like them. <laughs> that they're easily modifiable. You can easily pull things in and out of the car. What uh, right. you can easily pretend that you have a super or whatever they're into. Uh, for right. that same reason, they're easier to steal. Fair, right? That makes sense. Wow. Well, well, my week wasn't half as exciting as yours. Mine was uh, pretty regular. What about you, Anthony? Do you have any uh, exciting crime stories to tell us? Uh, zero crime stories. Zero. Mm. Uh, try to. Try to stay away from that life, man. I gave that up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> imagine Anthony's a criminal. I'm glad, man. I'm glad that you can't even picture me as a criminal. I I, I said I kind of yeah, said that be, just to get that feedback. But you know, the, the most dangerous criminal is the guy that you would never suspect to be a criminal. So take that for what it is, mm, homies. Yeah, layers upon layers. layers upon layers. I don't know. What don't kind know of criminal would you be if you had to pick? Uh, if I had to guess, Anthony would be like, breaker. have you ever seen Mr. Robot? Oh, wow. I don't even like the name. I don't know who that is, no. and I'm offended. <laughs> it's a no, he, was like a, he was a genius trying to shake up, like he was trying to cause anarchy within the like financial system. 
And uh, he ended up being like a schizo, but it was oh, like, perfect. I see you doing like high level cyber crimes because you're going to go out. If you're going to do something, you're going to do it on the highest of levels. You're not going to do like petty, petty viruses. You're going petty either viruses. like giant, <laughs> yeah, just to like open someone's CD-ROM tray. You're going to do oh, some like man. real shit that has real giant, giant rewards. This is a beautiful Saturday morning podcast because we're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so Matt, what kind of criminal do you see me as? Would you see me as well, potentially? But you see, I I think of you maybe more as like that, but also you're you're a powerful oh, man physically. Oh, so wow. something more like I know this is a supervillain, but like Kingpin, you know, like somebody who doesn't get their hands dirty, but when it really comes down to it, and somebody betrays you, you like just break their femur with your bare hands. Perfect. <laughs> Snap them like a wishbone, like a wishbone. Like a cartel <laughs> leader, maybe. With his summer sausages. Wow. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's end this right. <laughs> yeah, just with your back muscles, you do that. Yeah. Yeah. When you ask a question, Anthony, you be the muscle for a crime boss. Instantly afterwards. Wow. Uh, I, Next week we can do me. Uh, we will do no such thing. Oh, right. oh by the way, yeah. congratulations! <laughs> Thank you Who? on the tour. Oh, thank you. All right. Did you learn that by listening to our podcast, Matt? Because you were absent. I learned that by (laughs) editing the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, ah, they're back. They're back. Exciting. Exciting. Well, that's a Dariki question. Are you excited? Am I better? Are you excited? Are you excited? Oh, am I excited? Yeah. Are are you better? Are you better than last time? I don't know. (laughs) I will find out. I'm just joking. Come see us and find out. Tell us about the excitement. I think it'll be better. I know it will be. It can only get better for me. It's going to be a better show. Especially that show. Which one is yeah. that one? You're you guys are doing to? the Dre show. Oh, okay. Yep. You guys are doing weekend and then back and then weekend and then back. It's going to be interesting. That's amazing. Um, That's yeah. perfect. So it'll be all weekends and some some weekends like a Friday night we'll be doing two shows, a six and uh, nine p.m. Sorry if you're listening. I hadn't broken that to you as a part of the team yet. I was, was going to email you on Monday, so I guess I should be cool. Technically, this releases then. <laughs> We got two shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's looking exciting. And uh, sadly, I'm not going to be doing all of them. I'm not going to be doing the first run at all. I'm just like mixed okay. feelings about that. Uh, trying to be the kingpin. Me pen, too. You know? <laughs> trying to live up to I mean, that makes sense. Because you're it. a DM too. So you have to take care of that. Yeah, there's a lot of other things. Sorry, MD, you're not a DM. Oh, you're not a direct no message. I thought of everything offensive when you said DM, and I was like, dumb mother. Oh, okay. I'm just going to let it go because yeah. maybe it means something charming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you're um, a musical yeah. director. I'm not exactly. I'm halfway there. I. Uh, he's more like the creative director. Like, he's a level above kind it. of everything trickles down um, to the musical director, administrators, and all those guys. I'll say a level But he's behind. kind of. Behind okay, is the word. I know what you're saying though. I'll just uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I pass it on. Charts. I pass it on. It's like passing the baton. So I'm behind you. I started off. I pass it on to one of the guys. Uh, I got you. They run with it, and then Dariki gets the final baton pass, and he turns it into a microphone, just like that. You saw what I did there. This exact microphone. And then he goes. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. Like they got something to say, but nothing comes out. <laughs> Maybe not this time. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to start this time. Uh, oh yeah, that actually, was the opener I'm be, too. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, be yeah, Dre. yeah. So I'll be doing the Dre parts in that one. Because yeah, last cool. time you did Dre and some Eminem, and yeah, Snoop did, too, uh, right? And some Exhibit and some Nate, Nate Dog. Dog. Oh no, right. you didn't do Snoop. That's right. 
He had a lot of ground to cover. You guys had a snoop. He had a snoop. You know who he is this time? Yeah, we did. He's one of the Daft Punks. this time? <laughs> You're going to have to come and find out. Oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool stuff. Next year is looking pretty exciting. Just have to get through these next few months and boom. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every day. This year wasn't great. So hopefully next year is the it's year. Is the year. Is the year. You said <laughs> it uh, synchronized. So, so like you've been drumming more, Matt. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Are you uh, just because, or you guys got some stuff in the works? No, you know, um, we uh, we just got back to myself and my band, Bolus. Uh, it's like Bolus? Bonus with an L. It's okay. The worst <laughs> name ever. Um, <laughs> we we just remembered. Hey, we like music. Remember, and yeah. uh, and we just started rehearsing every week, sometimes twice a week. Uh, and yeah, writing new music, uh, working on some covers too, just for fun. Uh, nice. We're doing a police cover. We're doing a Drake cover, um, hmm. uh, but mostly our own music. And like it. uh, it's liberating. I forgot how therapeutic just playing is. Hmm. And I'm kind of getting back into it full force, you know, got the Let's drum go. pad out, doing my paradiddles and my paradiddle diddles and my paradiddle diddle diddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's and, exciting, uh, you know. Yeah, it is exciting. I feeling like uh, like I'm good at drums again. I'm not good at drums yet, but I will be. You getting back and, yeah. um, in the groove? Yeah, and there's there's no rehearsal spaces left. There's like two really? left. Yeah, there's small there's links. Yeah, links is the big, I guess the big. And then one. there's uh, rehearsal factory, which is now called main stage, and everything else is turning into. Did they change the name? I didn't realize that. Yeah, it was bought out by somebody else. Oh, and they just, they, I guess they kept yeah, the limited the one locations. On or all the of one, them. Um, where is it? It's like DuPont and Dufferin. Dufferin? Okay. Oh, Are the rest of them gotcha, still rehearsal yeah. factories? or? This I don't think no. the one on Kipling is anymore. The one on Kipling, I went there um, to do some ADR. I just, uh, for the the Connor film, Tariki. And yeah. it's... Like a really, really, really run down rehearsal factory that's already been zoned for condos. Mm. Uh, so whoever's like in abandoned. there is still there, but it's it's gross and it's not going to be there for a while. Mm. Oh, there! I just checked too. There are some rehearsal factories left around the city, but are there? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I thought Where are they? I just saw the, the Islington one popped up, so I know that one for sure. I didn't. That really one doesn't count. Deep. It's gone. Yeah, that one's gone. What? It's essentially gone. It's going to be There's gone. There's no more okay. rehearsing in there. There was one downtown. Like people rented for studios. Mississauga, maybe. That was like their one of their newer ones. There was one that was supposed to be uh, hit in Hamilton. Did, did that ever happen, Ricky? Yeah, it did. Oh, okay. okay, so that's probably like the newest one that they rolled out. Interesting. Yeah. So, Matt, when can we hear some of the band, some of the bolus together bolus. live? Oh, man. Well, once we're ready, we're going to start recording and then you know it takes time so i don't know six months maybe i hope maybe less all right probably less okay nice. it depends on how much time we have to work on this and how good we get and how quickly because gotcha. the music is uh sorry what's the what's the vision or the plan with the music is it to just release and just let people taste it or is it like you guys want to perform this or you know yeah performing uh mm -hmm. and 
my person I can't speak for the rest of the guys, but my personal vision is just to make something that I really enjoy and that's it. You know? Um, everything else after that it would be icing on the cake. Uh Fair. we have a small a small fan base in Ouch. Europe and a bit in Japan. And nice. what happened to your summer sausages? Oh, you know what? That's a whole other thing. I never told you guys. Uh, finish your story, though. Yeah, I didn't even realize yeah that so you, there's a couple of people expecting an album around the world. And nice. uh, yeah. that, I just want to make music that I can listen to later in life and go, cool, I did that. I That's did important. that. That'll no, make I, me I appreciate happy. That. That's huge. I can definitely make me appreciate happy. that. That's huge, yeah. Absolutely. And make sure you capture totally some video, it. too, because that'll be cool to look back at. Oh yeah, Absolutely. we're starting with the social media stuff. There's nothing up yet, but uh, we're and that too. You know, it's social media is hard work. Oh god, and yeah. we're yeah. just not gonna play that game. We're gonna put whatever we want up there. Mm-hmm. If anybody likes it, that's fine. If not, we're not gonna have social media meetings. And I know that's wrong, and that's that's gonna upset the algorithm, or rather, it's not that's even okay. gonna touch the algorithm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but we're just gonna put up uh, again because. What I'm realizing, more and more, is it, it's useless. That's what I think. Just keep it pure. I don't know man. if it's useless, but I know that, and I don't want to name any names because I like these people, and Dariki likes these people. Anthony, I don't know. We haven't really spoken about him, but there, are, I, I see it more and more. People who reach some level of fame, mm-hmm. and then they realize that if they don't post every day or every other day, mm-hmm, they're right. gone. And yeah, they, they become slaves to the algorithm. Oh. And what ends up happening is nobody has that many smart things to say or that many interesting exactly. things to show you. So it's just right. garbage. And then and then they end up saying outrageous things for the clicks. Or over-manufactured, right? Mm-hmm. Or over-manufactured. But then, yeah, they start taking hot takes on topics that aren't even related to them. And then right. it just ends up being a, a, a garbage fire. I don't, I don't want right. that. If I have sure. something cool to post once every two weeks... So be it. If I don't, then I yep. don't. You'll but, do it because you, you know, have something, not just because you're trying to fill the space. I understand that. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's big. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talk about that often on here, just like how people become um, stuck in that algorithm and then they have to constantly feed the machine if they want their, mm-hmm. you know, their profile to continue to go upwards and their followers. But I just, I have seen time and time again that people get to a certain level and they're just not able to monetize it. And it's just like you have to try and figure out a way to take it off of that platform once you build that audience and take it to your own platform where you can actually monetize it. Or even worse, they start monetizing it and then they're afraid to lose that money. Right, exactly. And that too. Yeah. Danger. Maybe like more in some other spaces for sure. We know of a certain uh, Jordan that's in that loop right now. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's hmm. uh, like w- what it, 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 I, I feel like future generations will figure this out, but I hope so. But right now, hmm. it's it's something at what cost, <laughs> you know, at like, what cost the social <laughs> media wars for yeah. it to change the you know? cost of those that's that came what I before them, I think. Yeah, I know we're not mostly a political, and I'm gonna try and avoid this, uh podcast from being a political podcast but what did you guys think about what was going on with the educational workers this uh this week just watching the um the government try and 
force these people the the group not to strike did you are you guys aware of what was going on during yeah the, yeah what do you guys think of that i think it's uh I mean, I'm on the side of the Oop. educators for sure, but I, I'm curious as to what... Like, Why don't you break it down, though, are? since not everyone's from around here? We're like Matt. We have some a, a few global listeners as well. I think Matt would explain it better than I can. I feel like I don't know I enough. Beg to differ. Uh, my, my girlfriend is a city lawyer, and she was watching the... Mm. I don't even know what to call it. Debate, Zoom, yeah, their debates, trial, their whatever that was. Mm. Yeah. Um. I, as I understand it, uh, the the provincial government is starting to make some changes that aren't exactly constitutional. I may be wrong about that, but well, they're flexing it, their muscle like unnecessarily yeah. on a issue with the educational work. Not even the teachers; it's the support workers, so the assistants, the the janitors and other people that help run the you know these institutions besides the teachers they're the ones that were fighting for you know a pay raise in their new a negotiation in terms of just like their new collective bargaining agreement and um they were hitting a standstill into you know agreeing on terms and it looks like they were threatening to strike and the province was like if you strike we're going to enact this particular right. Um, particular law that actually prohibits them from striking and if they were like well we don't care we need you know we need a better pay and I wholeheartedly agree and I forget what it was but essentially the bill was going to be passed to force them not to be allowed to strike and with that they were going to actually fine them four thousand dollars a day for every day that they were on strike which to me was just insane because the people that are fighting don't make more than Fifty like thousand individual teachers, four thousand a day. No, like not the, the teachers. Overall, the support workers. Okay, got you. So That's teachers. I meant, sorry, yeah, sorry. It's not. It's not the teachers. Right. No. So it's 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 not a teachers' fight, but it's QP and yeah. they are the union that's responsible for all of the support workers, including the janitors and the assistants and all of those people. But yeah, it's a lot. Um, I just I thought it was kind of gross that the government was going to force this. I, to me, it's just like a no brainer that. These people deserve more money, especially in the in the times that we're living in, where everything is going up in in cost and inflation yeah. is at an all time high. It's yeah. like it's how can you control. justify not giving these people a little bit more and then forcing them to not al be allowed to strike? Well, the right to strike, is, yeah, yeah, that's a whole yeah, other right. thing. That's yeah. that's always been like when we were in school. These were issues, and this is how you deal with things, right? You have to put your foot down. Right protest negotiate so yeah the government's been flexing hard in a lot of ways it seems like just taking yeah. trying to take over the little bit of power that everyday folks have yeah i i can't hmm. speak to details because i don't understand them i don't think my brain is built in a way that can understand politics like this but yeah me either what i do understand is that there have been slashes to healthcare and to education. And in every advancing civilization, mm -hmm. the two markers of progress and growth are healthcare and education. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. are the things that we need more than anything. Yep. Because if you have smart, healthy people, you can have a country. 
you know a thriving country. Yeah. A thriving specifically and this is just what the data says specifically when young girls have access mm. to health care and education right because mm. guys are gross perfect <laughs> <laughs> they are they are guys are greedy and gross sometimes Sometimes. And Fair and uh, <laughs> young girls tend to grow into better creatures. I find that mm. that make better decisions. Um, Interesting. So I f- I feel like cutting those two things again without diving into all the details is not a good idea at all. Yeah. yeah. Why would an advanced no. country not have healthcare and education? Right. Yeah. At the highest of level, when we know we're already dropping the ball on it, and it's like. If you like, I, I don't know. It just you can justify giving money in other situations, but in this situation, you know, educating our 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 minds and our young ones and warping those minds, I think that's so important, and we gotta really make sure that uh, we don't get caught up in the politics of it and just what's right is right and educators should be mm-hmm. paid a fair wage. I think they should be paid way more, and we way should more. hold them to a higher standard. I think they should be, you know, mm. almost being paid on a doctor. I think them and any civil service, I think they should be paid high and we should hold them to a high standard. Um, but teachers and that whole institution in general, I mean, if you're not able to make a living wage, it's it's mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to be running for... Uh... You're running for office, Dariki? I feel like you'd get a few votes on that little spiel right there. No, I just I I don't have the background or the patience to deal with politics. Yeah, it's no, a it's, weird, gross game. It's, yeah, it's so it's nothing seems nothing appears to be what it seems. Exactly, or none of it is crazy. what it seems to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think it's, that'll it's change real. one day? I honestly don't think it can. I think like I've had these conversations with people. Like, there's so many broken systems. And, like, the educational system is one, the medical system, and, you know, the political system. I think those three pillars, it would take something catastrophic. And I think, unfortunately, we are headed towards something catastrophic. But I think Mm -hmm. um, it would take something on an apocalyptic level for it to really make sense for it to change. Because we're just stuck in these ways. Exactly. And I think it's going to get weirder and crazier if... You know, the U.S. starts doing some of the things I worry it's going to do, which is like uh, segregate and segment into smaller mm-hmm. pieces. But this is just a silly hypothesis that I have. But I think that if they are able to do it, one of the states or a couple states are able to branch out, that you'll start seeing that happen in other Branch out how, like, sorry? Out of the states? Out of the United States? Yeah, like try and leave like try and leave the, the states, you know what I mean? Because there's happen. been whispers of that by a couple states already. Hmm. But you know it, it, the magnitude of something like that. It's it's so it's a lot. It's a huge undertaking. I don't know if people have the balls or the courage or the patience to try and see that through to the end. You know or what I mean? Or the power. Or the power, exactly. I think some states have the power actually, but it'd be an interesting fight. Hmm. Not one that I'm rooting for. I really hope it it doesn't. But I don't know how we would get change without something that drastic do you guys see the possibility of change in any of those systems without something incredibly drastic happening not significant Uh, change i don't think uh exactly too much yeah i have faith in gen z 
Mm, yeah, you know what? I I think we talked about that before too. Mm. I think with time and just the way you, the younger generation thinks and how different it is from not us, but the ones before us, like that gap. I think you're right. Sure. I think maybe, but I don't know if we'll we'll be around long enough to see that. Possibly not. I have faith in Jay Z and the next generation. In Jay Z. Jay Z. I heard Jay Z. I have faith in Jay Z. I have faith in Jay Z. Also, okay. today is not my day for pronouncing things. Eh? Oh, I have faith I in Gen Z. Not in Kanye. Uh, me too. Um, oh, no. Anymore. I wasn't even going to bring that up here. But oh, it's, we might yeah, as well. It's music. We tried not to bring him up the last a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah. Right. And Dariki had a very good assessment of what's going on mm. uh with him he always does um but yeah we'll, we'll 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 circle back to that but yeah gen z i think gen z uh their biggest challenge is going to be uh dissociative mental conditions brought on by being ipad kids mm. <laughs> yeah wow and yeah. and being stuck in social media and being a little disconnected from what the real world is right yeah and it's not their fault and i again i think we'll figure it out eventually uh maybe it'll be the next generation maybe it'll be gen florp we're out of letters right so whatever is coming (laughs) next um (laughs) gen gorp 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 (laughs) yeah that that'll be interesting to see i I'd, i'd love to be around to see the change but i don't know yeah, no, I think they're different. Stay tuned, stay I think. Tuned. Yep. It's I think different. they care about the planet more. Yeah. I think they care about each other more. Um, there are also exceptions with you know growing school shootings and and confused, confused kids. But I think generally yeah. they're a nicer yeah. generation. And Very confused. Yeah, and uh, I have uh, faith in that. Uh, either way, I think it's going to change for the better eventually. Mm-hmm. I just hope I it's hope not so. through crazy war and. Uh, polarization but either way i think better things are are coming eventually we just may not be there to to reap the reward i Um, agree yeah Hmm. but we can do our part in trying to forward so at least we know somebody else down the line can enjoy some of those rewards so whatever that means i guess it's on the baton yeah 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 start to think ahead teach your kids ideals yeah yeah it starts that's the one thing that i found is stopped is that parents don't teach their children anymore you know what i mean like before there was like you have a teacher and your parents would supplement those learnings with you know real life and tell you like Mm -hmm. your teacher is right but you also xyz and there would be some you know a little bit of filtering and you know but i think that that's stopped now and that the the Mm -hmm. onus is on a lot of the parents put that onus on the teachers and expect them to teach them things that I believe the parents should be teaching. And, the and on the devices. Yeah, that's the thing too. Yeah, and the exact. I feel yeah, like they're right. getting devices younger and younger. And even with trying to be strict on what they can see, it's impossible. Because they're going to have friends exactly. who have the same devices who you can't monitor what they're allowed to see, the content that's coming in. And right. Great point. All of that scares the crap out of me, man. That's like one of the scariest things that I see. We had things we learned like from our parents, like you said, from teachers, from our peer group, from our communities. But the community is now so big as far as their reach and what they're able to get a hold of. It's just nuts, man. Like some of the things, I'm terrified of that. I don't know what it's going to lead to. I guess none of us do, but it doesn't seem normal and it doesn't seem like something that we should be allowing at this rate. I agree. But 
especially the social cues that are going to be missed by these kids that are stuck on iPads. Like mm. when I was growing up, you knew you couldn't say something to certain people because you get slapped in the face or punched. But, which or, is healthy. You know, which is exactly. But now there should be the yeah, threat 100%. of a slap. There's two things wrong now. How could she slap was a real thing. Uh, now there's two yeah, things wrong yeah. <laughs> because the yeah, threat of the yeah. slap is eliminated regardless because you can't threaten to slap or even give exactly. that illusion if it was if it were that you were even considering some sort of consequence or even yeah setting up is a microaggression setting yeah, up for the you slap can't not even slap you can't even really <laughs> scold properly you got to be yeah, so right. choosy with your words and it's like. So I see it from a parent's side. I feel like they have their hands cuffed in a lot of ways. Things that our parents were Absolutely. probably allowed to say and were supposed to say. Dare you to say that now and see what happens. Remember trying to threaten yeah. to call, like, not saying I did this, but a lot of a lot of kids did, like, trying to threaten <laughs> to call, like, children's helpline and things like that. Or we all, to, yeah, I'll call yeah, the police. We all made that threat. We all did that. Yeah. And what did and our parents do? Get a box. Tell them to come here and get a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a box you in front of. I was like, well... <laughs> Dial him if Give it a, a ring. Man. Here's the number. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a bad man. I just want to go outside and play, mom. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time. There's no, and I'm not saying that yeah. it needs to get to that level, but just the in-betweens of right and wrong. Am I even allowed to say right yeah. and wrong? Like, I don't even know what to say. So I can't imagine what kids feel comfortable and what sort of lack of expectations they're seeing because... It's all up in the but air. But that's part of the problem, too, is everyone's scared to say things. And I think you need to say dumb shit in order for people to correct you. And, so, yeah. and like, mm -hmm. you need to, like, have that conversation so someone can explain to me, no, Dariq, you can't think like that. Mm -hmm. That's because of X, Y, Z. And I'll go, oh, okay. And then I can change. But if you're scared to even say the, you know, something about a race or a person or a, an event because you think you're going to offend, you're not going to have that discourse to be able to have these, like, a better understanding of the world and humans. You know what I no, mean? No, you're right. I don't it's know. Just, so, so scary. I mean, I'm trying to think of a bright side. The, the good news is we have a podcast. We can say whatever we want. Is there a consequence? Can you right. stop us? Well, can we though? Yeah. We can, we really can't well, because if we attack, if I'm we not, not attack, attack, but if we Listen, say the wrong thing, no, you can still the get wrong canceled. thing. We might just be having a conversation and make a joke that gets taken out of context. Look at Andrew Tate. Yes, you know, look true. at uh, you know. There's uh, other people that I think he's that, not the greatest example because he said a lot of really nonsensical things too. He said some narcissistic stuff, but the stuff that was taken out of <laughs> of context is there's there's um. There's a problem when people just see the clips and I've seen this happen to a lot of people mm. and he's one of them because a lot of those clips, if we play out the full long form, you would have a better understanding. I'm not saying he's perfect. Please, I'm not a Tate fan. I just think that these are the types of people that we kind of need in society so that we can either correct or at least have the conversation with him to kind of understand his side and understand our side and come to some common ground. The problem is, in my opinion, with someone like Tate is especially when young men only see the clips. Right. Because he says some outrageous things about women and but even then, if you watch the clip and you're around bros or someone with a little bit of sense, they should be able to help you discern or at least hopefully you're not taking that as like, Depends you know, the, the gospel. Yeah, the yeah. Go yeah, I guess so. And bros are, hmm. bros are easily manipulated. I've heard days. some people regurgitating <laughs> really dumb things from Andrew Tate. Like your woman shouldn't leave the house if you're not there. Uh, just some he, weird pseudo-Iranian things. 
So who you know? are these guys who can't um, think for themselves, yeah. though? That's insane. That's that what I was going to say. Like, say that's something just like, but those people, weak, dumb men that believes this garbage. Yeah. But those people can vote and harm and buy weapons in some countries. And mm, it's, true. you know, e- yeah, either yeah. way. But the the harm, like what Kanye, what, sorry, he doesn't like to be called Kanye West anymore. What Ye has been saying, um, the saddest thing to me about that is to have a minority mm-hmm. be that, hateful towards another minority what are we doing that doesn't make explain sense. sorry say that again kanye west mm-hmm. is a member of a minority and jewish people are members of a minority and and harboring infighting like that especially over things that aren't necessarily true are i don't think that's productive for anyone Instead of getting together and improving society, this is causing infighting. This is causing Hmm. hate. I agree. I just think that um, when we take the word of an unhealthy person so seriously that Mm. we, um, we start to kind of blur the lines between reality and nonsense. And I think that... I will stay on the the firm ground that that gentleman has. Um, he's a very smart man, but I also think he's battling some mental illness at the same time. And I I don't think we should be giving him a platform or a microphone to speak. If he wants exactly. to talk, people should, can talk to him and we mm-hmm. can kind of have those fights off camera. But he is in no way, shape, or form the voice of blacks. He's no way the voice of hip hop. He's not the voice of fashion or anything that has to do Hmm. with the minority he's speaking for. For sure. So I, so I think that if people remember that and remember that honestly, like I know people, I know people in my life that can have these conversations, but they also have severe mental health issues. Hmm. And I've, uh, to me, if I hadn't seen this in my own personal life before, I wouldn't be so adamant that this gentleman just needs to get off camera. I'm not saying he needs to be locked up or anything like that, but he doesn't, he should not be on. How do you stop that though? He has this thing. This like gives you access to the world when he has so many followers. That's part of the problem. Full circle back to social media. And that's, that's the uh, issue. Mm. One thing about that is when somebody drinks and drives, even though when you're drunk you make stupid decisions, they're responsible mm-hmm. because they decided to drink when they were yeah. sober. Right. Yeah. This man hmm. has, uh, in many interviews, when he was on medication and was doing great, was saying, I am aware that I'm ill and I'm aware that right. I need my medication. Exactly. It is, it is healthy, yay, that decided to go off those medications. And I think that holds him responsible to a certain degree. Mm. And unfortunately, like when I look at what he's saying, I understand that those are not actually uh, possibly even his opinions. But he has a massive platform and he's harboring. And that's the danger. Yeah. And it's even hilarious because people who normally would hate him based on the color of his skin are like, Mm. oh, no, but that thing is true that he's saying about this hmm. other minority group. We like that. Ah, uh, and yeah, and that, that's going to always happen. They, they use him as a puppet. Find, yeah. Uh, and wow. I think he, uh, I think 
he might not even uh, intended to blow up his world the way he did, or maybe he did. I just think he went about it in one of the worst ways possible. But I am hoping that, you know, what... You see what Jay-Z did with Kanye? And you notice how Jay-Z just has really disassociated himself. And they had albums together. Mm. He shouts him out as a genius. And I don't think that in any way, shape, or form that Jay-Z doesn't like Kanye as a human being. And I guarantee you that if something was to actually happen to that man, Jay-Z would help. But at the same time, he's not going on camera. He's not giving Kanye the space and the time to spit this hateful, hateful speech out to the world. And it's just, I think that more people need to follow his suit. We don't have to put our arms around him publicly, but we should just not give him the plan. But the problem, again, is he's too powerful. He's got That's too much thing. money. He's too powerful. And too many people depend on him. Yeah. And he so just and next time he I hope he ends up on the proper medication again. And he needs to understand that he can't get off that medication. He can't. I've got How somebody do you tell in my a billionaire family. That, though, I've know? got somebody in my family mm. who was doing great on his medication. And then he thought, I'm doing great. I don't need this. And then he jumped off yeah. a building. Mm. I have a friend that had the same problem. Just was yes, wonderful tough, until tough. they they've said the meds weren't doing something to them, and we got that. So he went off, said he was fine, and was, one yeah. day just snapped, and that's all it takes. And I worry, you know, I hope to God that that doesn't happen in this situation, especially with all the drastic things that have happened to him, and mm. as a result of you know what he said. I yeah. I just hope that. We stop putting a camera in front of him and we just try to get him better because there's good music there still, you know. That's for sure. One of my favorite artists. Right. It's just uh, right now he needs to go on timeout and just stop. I don't know what your plan was with all this hate speech, but you're hurting a lot of people. And it's not just one minority group. You're hurting the group that you are, you know, speaking for because you don't speak for us. So Mm. please stop. Stop. Slavery is not a choice. You know, yeah. he's uh, he's said some stuff that's been really damaging, and yeah. I, I hope someone can explain to him the damage that he's he's actually doing. Well, yeah, if you're listening, yeah. man, Dariki speaking directly to you. He wouldn't listen to us. We're too broke, and that's the other thing I don't like about him is that oh. he rejects anyone's anyone's um, anyone's points if they don't have enough money you know like that to me is where i can already see that part of the problem is every time i watch some of these interviews he asks the person how much money you got do you have more money than me if you don't then i don't respect you that's that's a real thing that's different that's just wow it's disgusting but again nothing he says in a sense is even conscious that's that's not how mental illness works he may not he probably, in my experience with mental illness, he probably doesn't actually believe any of those things. You know, mm. it's He's just talking when 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 you're on a a bipolar high, you things happen in your head that aren't necessarily your opinions. Yeah, but people watch that, and not everybody uh, even understands, understands what's yeah. going on, right? And they're like, How "Oh, okay, it? interesting." Also, his fashion suffers immensely. Have you seen his latest boots? No. Oh my gosh. He made a garbage bag. It was a garbage bag. And like, yeah, I think it's interesting because he does get a lot of people on board with some of the fashion stuff. And I'm just like, maybe I'm too old to be cool and I just don't get it. (laughs) Uh, We got a show episode. And like, 
too old to be <laughs> the cool. boots and those yeah. things. I just, uh, I don't understand it at all, at all. The shoes, there's some shoes that I thought were actually pretty dope, but mm. in terms of like, but they've evolved his, into like a like a cartoon supervillain boot. Yeah, it's really yeah. hilarious. It really is. I think he's gonna but look we'll back one happens. day and go, "What did I do here? This That's is my crazy. biggest yeah. crime." crazy and he's like the andy kaufman of our time it's all it's a all documented bit. and accessible forevermore so that'll yeah. be interesting um and that's the other part is like his and i don't know how he's going to look back on it but all of it's documented and videotaped and his kids and him are going to yeah. be able to watch this yeah, all the time yeah. and what are the repercussions of that going to be you know yeah it doesn't matter he's rich um and that's yeah that's it mm. he's a little less rich now but still very very rich. a lot less rich right a lot less rich mm -hmm. right the uh yeah the high price of that sort of living dangerous fellas yeah let's cut this whole kanye joint from this podcast and end it right at 32 minutes and uh you never heard this nah why <laughs> i'm just joking no, it's deep, man. Like, it makes you think because obviously he's on a level as as far as his fame, but there's also, as you both mentioned, there's a lot of other people who are suffering um, from similar. And although it's not in the public eye, it's still affecting the people in their families and communities and circles. So, yeah, seeing it like this on that level, watching somebody go through, and I'm sure there's been a lot of other celebrities that have gone through similar. Maybe not with, I don't know, the uh, ammunition that he's coming out with but it's just it's a sad thing man what's the solution overall what can we tell people um be careful <laughs> just be careful yeah, live in the real world yeah. more <clears throat> what point yeah, do you realize too. though because i know there's mental illness is like a lot of it's invisible like what point does somebody realize maybe i need to talk to somebody that's what i always wonder like i know it could come from an external like me telling a friend hey man you're acting weird but like it just seems like a really dark battle internally absolutely i think uh in this day and age i mean we're we're very we're the most intelligent creatures on the planet and we are so far out from what our natural environment is that i yeah, think every single person needs to talk to a therapist everybody needs to mm. talk to a therapist mm. um even if just for the therapist to go you're totally fine which i <laughs> doubt most people will hear yeah, it seems um, right yeah. but i think that is speaking of how are we going to make the future better i think that's part of it i think um I mean, you guys know that I, I like to look uh, to Star Trek for the future because they've predicted yeah. a lot of things right. <laughs> Fair. And even on, yeah. uh, on uh, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, there's a counselor as one of the main characters. Yep. Right? It's like the creators of that show had the foresight to understand that if you're flying through space and you have uh, communicators and all this crazy stuff, that you need a therapist there to talk to often. Yeah. Um, and I think they're onto something. I think uh, better help is affordable for, for people. There's uh, uh, other resources, talking to friends, talking to family, being yeah, uh, just talking here, right? honest about how you feel and what you're afraid yes. of is yes. healthy. Even just the act 
of, and they've learned this in the 19th century, that even just yeah. the act of speaking about what you're feeling on the inside, that alone has therapeutic. therapeutic value. Wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Honest dialogue. Honest dialogue is really yeah, important. Yeah, we need to get back to and that. And you nailed it. That's the start. Is when You don't have to tell someone you're all right when you're not all right. You don't have to say the day's good when the day's not good. And I think you nailed it. You hit the nail on the head in that that's therapeutic because I've experienced that where you don't tell everybody everything's good when everything's not good, you know? And mm. I think um, maybe not everyone will have the resources to be able to get to a therapist, but if you just start having honest dialogue with yourself and others, I think that alone is a good start right there. Good path yeah. To, yeah. to start on, you know? But then really, go see a therapist. There's nothing... If you can afford it. <laughs> if, of course, if you, you can afford it. Yes, if you can, yes, yes. And I will tell you that on the BetterHelp app... Mm-hmm. You you actually have an option to say I don't have a lot of money and they give you a discount. Still source, okay. Right. Well, that's yep. good. And there's other free ones that you can. The government does like offer releases that are that are definitely available. So it's it's there's really no excuse. But sometimes accessibility is tough for people. If you're a student mm-hmm. in university or college, those are provided for you. You just have to ask. If you're in high yeah. school, those are available. You just have to ask. That's big. Utilize the resources. Yeah, use it. It's just, a, it's you know, you want to eat healthy. You need a healthy brain too. Um, yeah, mental diet is important. Thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if everybody spoke to a therapist, we the world would be much nicer. Even now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, take that for the road. We started off, I guess, talking about uh, the cre- increase in. Uh, carjackings and car theft in toronto and we're ending off by uh, <laughs> with mental health spiking uh therapists uh about to get real busy because of us so you know it's real though it's real I th- i've been i mean i've considered it and i think it is healthy but even like Ricky said just starting off with open dialogue that's a good place go from there and maybe being honest with yourself you'll realize that you do need more and take matt's advice and Look what you help. can do on the other end of that is if somebody approaches you uh and says you know i've been feeling not great mm-hmm. don't hit them with ah you're you're fine You'll be you know right. don't be a wuss or whatever right. tough you know? it up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, people it, are going through worse yeah that stuff is not helpful a lot of people are going through worse but that doesn't and you don't need, need to yeah, try and fix help, it you just need to listen right just yeah listen. that alone helps one of my favorite yeah. albums by music cell child actually is just listen um, just listen two more yeah. forms of therapy that we both actually i don't know i think we talked about this prior to the podcast starting to ricky but we talked about exercise yeah. as a huge um for me therapeutic benefits and matt you had mentioned drumming and music overall as being therapy too so there's yeah. some other sources wow it's just uh it's true you did yeah i feel better you feel better and finally meditation i don't know how we left that one out there's You're, and no, we've mentioned it before we've the yeah. mpl has done uh sound for director x's documentary about meditation and the actual scientific proof that it changes your brain particularly mm-hmm. the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex and please yeah, yeah, yeah. google operation prefrontal cortex uh that's director x's initiative about uh bringing meditation into schools uh, into the police force again he's been touting evidence that police officers experience brain damage from the stress of their job 
True. You know, whether yeah. they do a good job or not, it's stressful. And Absolutely. proof that meditation can make them more empathetic, uh, more intelligent in some ways, uh, more patient and less anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation really works. It's not just oh mumbo jumbo. You know, it's real. It works. Uh, and you can look up guided meditations online that explain things on, on how to do this. Um, it's not just closing your eyes and breathing. You actually do things. It actually is work. Um, you want to say something? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. That's... And we can definitely get a little bit deeper in the uh, Director X documentary on another episode. Yeah, we'll bring but, that uh, back. So that's five For now, I think right we're going to have to wrap this one up. So we got exercise. Yeah, we got music. We have open, honest dialogue. We have meditation. And we have seeing a therapist. That's five things right there just to help us with our mental that's wellness right. and state of mind. Boom, we fixed the world. There you go. Until next week, stay classy, San Diego, or wherever you are. <laughs> San Diego. Whale's vagina. Super. <laughs> he doesn't get the reference. Oh. Only people that got the first part would get it. You know, it. I went all the way back to where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's also therapy, that game. Anyway, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.